Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What a special friend you are. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become a chicken farmer for Chick-fil-A, ladies and gentlemen, Whoa. she's breaded and fried Alexis Thompson. Whoa. I'd be the worst chicken farmer. <laughs> Imagine Don't that. Don't kill that one. Don't Whoa. kill that one. <laughs> There's Trudy going goodbye. Leave her alone. Uh, Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Don McClain. Good morning. Good morning, all of you. On this Monday, September 23rd, 2019, 602 is the time. Welcome to the show. Welcome to a brand new week. Welcome to the end of September. Welcome to uh, the autumnal equinox. Welcome to mm. celebrate. Bisexuality Day. Welcome to National Checkers Day and Dogs and Politics Day. Welcome to National Snack Stick Day. Welcome to <laughs> Restless Legs Awareness Day. And welcome to <laughs> National Family Day. And welcome wow. to your very first <laughs> sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Oh, Mondays. It's probably very needed on the on the Mondays. How the hell is your coffee, Lex? Mm, you know, this morning I'm drinking a LaCroix. Oh! Yes, it is a pineapple strawberry blend. A it is delightful. A, a LaCroix. La yeah, LaCroix. La 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 it's very nice this morning. Very nice. Refreshing. She's drinking the LaCroix. Mm-hmm. Don McClain. Don't walking. Okay. Um, I don't have a drink right now. I'll be what? Honest. I, I'm not. I'm going to try to get off of caffeine because it's uh, it's really disrupting what? my sleep, I feel like. Ah. Even on the weekends. I feel like it's... I, I have a hard time sleeping anyway, so I'm going to try this. Okay. I'm going to try it out, you know. Jason, how's your coffee? I, I cannot you support you. I cannot support you in your in your quest for oh no coffee. Gosh. I I cannot support you in this endeavor. But I, my coffee is stunningly, stunningly beautiful. Um, it, it is velvety. It is smooth. It is just creamy enough. Um, it has a hint of of caramel, and mm. it is uh, necessary. Cheers, everybody! Yes, cheers! Cheers! Ah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Lexa, how's yes. your? Um, is the Lacroix helping with uh, 
I'm nauseous. Yeah, a little, little, uh, you know, a little bubbly helps a little yeah. bit along the way. So yeah, and it was in the fridge. So and my why mom not? packed my lunch this morning and breakfast. She did not. Another reason why I would love to live with my parents again. <laughs> That's right. Oh Lex my wants. God, Lex she wants really it. has been on this train. She oh, has been on this train, girl. We've been here a week, and my mom has. My dad came late last week, but oh, I haven't felt sick while she's here. There's something about. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm having a baby. You know, I think that might be part of it, but it's just comfort and oh. yeah, it's good having yeah, them here. It's great. It really is. Has been wonderful. So well, and if uh, if you missed last week's show, uh, what what Don and I are laughing at is Alexis wants uh, to build like um like an M Night Shyamalan village. <laughs> yes, uh, where it's just a compound <laughs> where where Lex and her whole family lives and. Uh, we have our own houses and our own space, you know. Yeah, it's so just, it's like M Night Shy. It's exactly. like M Night Shyamalan's village. Yeah, yeah. And they all have jobs, you know. Yep. They all they all have responsibilities in the compound, right, oh, Don? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, wait, wait, yeah. hold on. Wait a minute. Am I describing a cult or a compound? <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, Lex would like this. And uh, Dawn and I uh, checked the no box on this idea personally for us. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could. I mean, when, I even know. when I go back home to visit, I'm like, woo, got to get away from mom for a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, girl. I hope she's not listening. Sorry, mom. Well, yeah. we love you, moms. Yeah. We love you, oh, moms. Of course. But yeah, of course. Of course. Anyway, how was everybody's weekend, Lex? Well, I kind of know. I mean, you're your family. But uh, oh. uh, how was your weekend? Yeah, we had a great weekend. We had a couple birthdays we were celebrating. My nephew turned nine, so that was really fun to celebrate with him. Oh, and then on goodness. Saturday night, my mom's friend, Margot had a 69th birthday party <laughs> from 6 <laughs> to 9 p.m. So seriously? <laughs> yep. She has a lot of nines in her in her life, you know, September's the ninth month. Uh, she had she broke it all down, different nines for this and that, and oh, it was just super fun. So, you know, my mom being a crafty person too, we made yeah. her we crafted up some gifts for her. <laughs> I I love that she the the sixty nine party was really six to nine p.m. Yeah. That I think is yeah. my favorite I part of this whole I thing. Didn't know that. Yeah. that is great. Yeah, she was so funny. She says, you know, don't expect a party next year because I'm in denial mm-hmm. that I'm going to be seventy. Oh, her dad yeah. is a hundred and five years old. He what? is not. Yes, he is. I was like, you've got some really g- good genes going on there. So, oh, wow. Oh, holy crap. Oh, really? yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. She's basically in midlife right now, is what that means. <laughs> she is. And she looks great. She's doing wonderful. So it's kind of like, come on, Margo. Oh. And uh, so it was really fun. And her, her dad was one of like the original neighbors in, in the Rondo community. So he was really, a, he's a pivotal person in, you know, St. Paul history. Oh, wow. my God. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. That's crazy. Five. I still just. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Still is by himself. Still. Well, he, he can't drive anymore, but yeah, still, yeah, getting Takes it done. Takes care of himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah. That she's crazy. <laughs> she turned oh. 69, and we had some fun uh, gluing things together. My mom bought this gigantic bra, and we put, uh, <laughs> we put funnels on it and bedazzled them and tasseled them. Oh, and uh, we made some granny panties with a little trail of heart crystals that went right down. Oh. The butt crack. <laughs> um, 
who got a journal for her that was Sex After 69. It's an empty oh journal. <laughs> an empty book. <laughs> and we made these little windshield wiper glasses that have all these crystals on it and 69 candles on it and a, a hat that had all of this old-timey stuff like hemorrhoid cream and stay awake and uh, some other really fun, hard-to-reach. <laughs> she had this little like paint roller and it was her butt crack roller. You know, so... <laughs> Okay, how long? Some under pads. How long did you and your mom spend <laughs> crafting? Sixty nine things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Was a this all? Hours. Of, oh, okay. Yeah, we got it done pretty quickly. She had all the supplies. I I had a bunch of you know bedazzling stuff in my craft room. So of we, course you did. Yeah, of course. So we did use those and uh, oh yeah, how it ma- was so funny. She was so surprised. How I, I do me a favor sometime. Will you take a picture of your craft room? Ah. Uh, uh, I take a just, I mean, uh, if we walked in mm-hmm. and we wanted, I don't know, if Dawn randomly said a craft yeah. that, that she would like spontaneously said to you, okay, now we're in here, Lex, I would like to make blank. Right. Are the chances good you would have the material in that room to do the craft? What I'm asking is, yes. do you have a you do you have a wide array of supplies on the ready? Like if you you know, oh yeah, yes I do, and that's prob that's my problem. <laughs> I think <laughs> uh, right now my craft room is boxed up because we're moving it to another room for baby yeah. time. Um, uh-huh. But yes, once that's all set up, I will absolutely take a picture. Um, but yes, a please. lot of stuff, yeah, yeah. like I've said, I've been kind of going through it and. Uh, getting rid of you know old projects I've had you know I have twelve years of TV segments of stuff that I just <clears throat> filed away. I, it was all filed away, and you know what? <laughs> A lot of it just needed to go. You know, yeah. So you could um, probably reuse some of that. Just go back to the beginning yeah. and redo some of the projects, right? Probably, yeah. A dozen year old project, probably if that's any good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that. So a lot of that I did kind of you know. Mm-hmm. Look at it with that kind of eye, but some of uh, a lot of it went. So, um, but yeah, no, I have a lot of supplies for a lot of different projects because I like to do a lot of different things. You know, yeah. <laughs> My mom always laughs because you know she's mainly she mainly sews, so she's got fabric and you know her her sewing machine and her serger and all of that stuff. But yeah, I got you know, um, oh. you know fiber, a lot of, yeah, yeah, L- net, like, yes, exactly. So, so we can walk in crafting and. <laughs> Yeah, because like Don can walk in and say, "Hey, girl, let's Good do crafts. some, uh, uh, let's do some decoupage." Could you do decoupage? Yeah, I got immediately? all the Mod Podge. Yes, I see? do. Yep. Dot, see? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yes, I I'm love ready. that stuff. Well, um, I just pulled decoupage. I mean, you I, have, I, do you have a cricket? I don't have a cricket. Oh, don't I have a you want shot. one though? I do. One day the that will happen. Yeah. The oh. hell is a cricket? My sister is, makes. You know those pop up cards. Like custom cards where you open yeah. it and it pops up, or it has mm. all of these stacks of beautiful. She, my sister, makes these homemade cards that look like they've come from a factory. They're so beautiful and oh. detailed. Yeah, and she you spends a lot of cool time things. on them. It's like it's like um a little computer, but also a cut a a die cutter, like what? a precision a die pre- cutter. Yeah, precision oh. die cutter for small paper things. So you can put like let's say a really detailed Christmas tree. In this computer, you know, and then it sends it to that, and then it cuts it out in that perfect form oh in paper, goodness. and then you glue it with these little tiny. Um, you can stand them up, and uh, it's very detailed and, and beautiful. And it's she a like hand paints it. Yeah, it's called yeah. a cricket. Oh, yep. Lex, we gotta we gotta get you one of those. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'm working on it. I am working on it. 
working on it. You can cut vinyl. You can cut a whole bunch of cool oh, things. Yeah. Crap. Oh, oh yeah. you would have so much fun with the cricket. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if my iPhone can. Do, my new iPhone could do all that. Oh. Yeah, that would be my probably oh. probably oh. not. No, <laughs> just kidding. You never know. They're probably they probably have a cricket app actually that you can. I'm, oh yeah, they have yeah. all kinds of patterns. Oh, yeah. Jason, yeah, we need I'm to hear sure about your iPhone. Yeah. Oh, yes, let's, yeah. let's take a break. Mm-hmm. Well, um, oh, and actually, if you want to see these projects, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did post them, Lex and the Cities, so you can oh, see the different things and her work and her little tassels. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> little booby tassels. Oh, yeah, Margo, get uh, it. 613, yeah, I spent, uh, I spent uh, most of the weekend falling in love with my new uh, gadget, and Dawn spent uh, part of her weekend making a sponge. Sponge. Ooh. We'll hear about all. Of, we'll hear about all of that when we return. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment. Everything turkey hunting. <laughs> I'm Jace with Lex. I missed. I missed. I missed. And Don McLean. Uh, Don McLean, you made a. You made a sponge. You yeah. made a sponge over the weekend. I did. Uh-huh. After watching. Um, like eight seasons and probably, I don't know, what is that, 80 episodes of the Great yeah. British Bake Off and every yeah. master class that there is. Any, uh, yeah, I decided to actually make something. <gasps> yeah, and I made the simplest thing that you can make. <laughs> that they reference all the time a sponge cake. It's a Victoria sponge, which means it has Victoria. two cakes. And then in the middle, there's raspberry jam and buttercream icing. Uh, you can see a picture on my Instagram. That. I made that. It's very simple. And I used Mary Berry's recipe, who used to be the old judge yeah. uh, on the show. So, Oh, okay. I'm going to this right now. Now, Don. the only problem is that you have to convert all of the, um, all of the ingredients from, uh, you know, the... What's it called? The metric system. <laughs> yeah, the metric ask, ask system. Alexis, call Another Alexis reason why we should be on the metric, the metric system, system like the rest of the world. They yeah. also whatever, Alex, have whatever. different. Uh, they bake so much more than we do. They bake and cook like thing. I mean, every season there's something like, what the hell is that? You don't know what these things are. So they use different types of. You know, they use caster sugar, which we don't just have readily available in the store here. You have to like go. I think they have it at Hy-Vee, Somebody told me. Okay. Did but, you get okay. it, or did you just use regular sugar? I made my own. What? Which is so easy to do. It's basically <gasps> an in-between from granulated sugar and powdered sugar. So you just take your amount and you put it in the blender or a food processor and ah. for about 15 to 20 seconds, just swirl it around in there to make it finer. How did it taste? Well, it makes the cake lighter. It's It tastes yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, just, no, just the cake itself, not oh, just yeah. the sugar. How, how did it... How did it go? Oh. Was it a success? I think it was it a success. It looks really beautiful. It looks yeah. delicious, Now, it's Dawn. not, but if you were to look at the real picture of Mary Berry's cake, I didn't cut the edges off. You know, I left the little crust around the sides. I also had a bigger pan. So my pan was 10 inches instead of 8 inches. So oh. I added 2 ounces. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Of every, I added oh. two ounces of everything oh, to nice. increase the amount, so I was converting that and... I mean, There's a lot of conversion. Yeah, yeah. and then I had to make every day. I had to make self-rising no, flour. Yep. I had to make self-rising flour because that's not just something that's packaged in the store anyway, which is basically just adding baking powder. Powder, yeah. But you have to know, you know, the specific <sighs> amounts and yeah. If you just tuned in, wow, Dawn went all Great British Bake Off uh, on her weekend, making a sponge, a Victor- Mary Berry's Victoria sponge. And I'm like, I'm oh. just going to do what I do, and I'm going to make it, you know, it'll be rough and ready, as they call it. It won't look perfect, yeah. but it's your first time, so you just have uh, to, you did know. Did you eat it all? Is it gone? No, I only had one piece. I was going to bring it in, but then I thought oh. it probably won't be very good after being in the fridge overnight. Oh. I don't know, I'm the sure buttercream and... It okay, now hard. I don't know. you you typed something in this dawn that I want to ask you about, and sure. maybe either you or or Lex will know the answer. I have a convection oven capability. Yes. What is what is the difference between a regular oven? What is a convection oven? Can you explain this to me? Yeah, they. This is what they use while they cook on the Great British Bake Off. Whenever you see something that says fan, it'll say like one seventy fan. That means that it's a convection oven, and a convection oven. You should use it as much as you can because it circulates the heat and it has an even cooking in there. So it's way better. I wish I had a convection oven. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Lex, I didn't know what a convection oven. I have one. but It has a fan back there that just blows the heat around, essentially. So that it's not just like if you burn your bacon on one side or if, you know, there's things that, well, you might fry your bacon and not cook it in the oven, but... You know, if if yeah. there are certain things where like, why is one side of my oven hotter than the other? Convection ovens completely uh, make it uh, oh, even cooking. It's, it's an even oven. No, I did oh, not okay. know that. Yeah, I don't even know if something. mine can actually be one. I mean, I should, I should probably look and see probably, if it has that setting. I yeah. don't know. Um, and also, I want an oven that has the those doors that fold underneath. Jason, isn't that cool? I love that. Yes, I, I love know. that feature. Why don't our ovens do that? I know. Well, uh, like, like, let's solve Lexus. So I think the world should switch to the metric system. Lexus has yeah. been calling for that since we went on the air. Yeah. Yep. And then now Easier. let's let's uh, let's make convection ovens happen, everybody. Yeah. Let's, those are the two. Those are two things. Standard. Yeah. I spent the weekend uh, making sweet, sweet love to my new iPhone. Whoa! And, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you love it, it was, then. It was my sweet. It was my Alexis. It was my sweet honey. What, my, what apps were you downloading? Every app, Lex. It was uh, yes. What, what's my iPhone, Lex, from the past? Then I'd find a sweet honey. Oh. That's right. Yes, it was my sweet honey. Um, no, I love it. Bottom line, I won't get uh, too inside baseball here. Uh, the main selling point of the new iPhone 11, I got the Pro, the big one, the Max, because uh, I got giant hands, is the camera. <laughs> and the camera is uh, substantially better than old iPhones. And I know all of you Android, uh, uh, you're like, oh, we've always had better cameras. I get that. But hey, yeah. I'm in the I'm in the Apple ecosystem, so this makes me excited. So uh, there's an ultra-wide lens, a wide lens. Uh I was a st- I was really surprised at how 
great the ultra wide lenses. And now that I have an, a camera camera, I was like, wow, this is really good. Like, I, you know, I'm going to Disney in a couple weeks for a w- quick little weekend. I may leave my camera no, really? in, uh, in the hotel room a couple trips or yeah. a couple couple times just to give this uh, the iPhone an old an old little run through. But I've been very happy with it, and the battery life seems to be a little bit better. It's heavier than the uh, the last iPhone uh, because they did uh, put in a more powerful battery, a bigger battery, so nice. and it's heavier. But I I bottom line. I made sweet, sweet love with my (laughs) iPhone 11 Pro. Whoa, whoa. Sweet, sweet love. Hey, guys, uh, coming up next, Emmy Apalooza. We're going to start with just the show. Y'all know the winners. We'll talk about them, too. But what did the three of us think of of the production (laughs) itself? Uh, You'll find out next. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis, in the morning on this Emmy Monday, September 23rd, 2019, 631. We are your home for everything entertainment. Each hour, we're going to be cracking the whip on the 2019 Primetime Emmy Awards. This year on Fox, they rotate. The Emmy Awards rotate from network to network. And this year, it was the FOX. We'll get to the winners in a little bit because there, there are, there were some surprises, there were some great moments within the winners. But mm-hmm. let's just talk about the show itself, the production. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's talk about. Let's just talk about the broadcast. Um, Boring. <sighs> okay, ladies first. Lex, you said the first word, so. <laughs> Um, please really continue. Feel yeah, yeah uh, we all three watched it, my talkers. So, oh, and by the way, my talkers, we want you to join the conversation. Uh, give us a Twitter, um, Dawn mm-hmm. and Dark, Lex in the Cities, Jason Matheson. Let us know what you thought. Join the conversation. Bottom line, Lex, uh, your your observations. Uh, bullet points about the broadcast itself. Boring. I needed a host, unlike the Oscars. The opening was super lame. Now, the the b- good part about that is they got to it right away, but I still felt like it needed someone to kind of steer the boat because it just, there were a lot of misses in terms of the production of that. The guy who's the filler guy when the winner was going up, I don't know what you want to call him, but the in-between oh, guy. You mean the guy oh, just I, uh, talking? While oh, he, oh, get rid of that guy. With the fun facts? I was so over that. Oh, he was so annoying. Um, so I guess those were kind of, I mean, in terms of the production of it, you're right. There were some fantastic speeches and some great moments, but uh, it, it just, I was like, is this thing over yet? That's just what I kept asking. Dawn? I felt the same way. I wanted to like it because I thought, I can't hate everything. <laughs> No. (laughs) When you're like, God, I feel like I need to try to like this. This is their big moment. This is, you know, unlike the Oscars, this is not as stodgy. It's more fun. Yeah. You know, people are, the speeches are are lighthearted and they're sort of even doing little bits in their speeches. Um, But overall, I feel like they just spent, if, if the goal of not having a host was to spend less time and shorten it, they they messed up with that because they spent just as much time bringing out people that were unnecessary. Like there would be like Lily Singh came out and she's like, now I'm going to introduce the people that are going to introduce. Isn't that a host? It was just like a bunch of hosts 
mixed in with it just seemed like kind of a mess yeah. and and long because it, they took a lot of time doing that extra stuff i thought it was a dumpster fire filled with crap very unplanned feeling very um, muddy i i thought it was trying to be too cool for the room <laughs> yeah and i oh. and i and i tw- the, the whole time i felt like the the broadcast the producers wanted to remind us of how hip the show was <laughs> yeah. and how this isn't your grandpa's uh this isn't no 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 audience don't turn away this isn't your grandpa's award show look we have kim jong uh doing uh knickknack videos oh, or wh- whatever the, the tiktok, you know, video. TikTok oh, video how much do you think oh. they got paid for that uh, mm. i don't know Oh, look over here. Look over here. Uh, we have the Kardashians. Oh, look over here. We have an announcer making snarky comments Ugh. and uh, and talking about how tall the awards are uh, while the while the winners are walking up to the stage. No, 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 no. We're not. Nope, nope. This isn't the old Emmys. This is the new hip Emmys. I'm sorry to tell you. Award shows are not supposed to be hip. They're not. Stop trying to make these things hip. You can evolve them. You, you can you can change them. You should change them. What's entertaining, what was entertaining in the 60s and the 70s isn't necessarily entertaining now in 2019. But stop trying to make these things hip. Ultimately, when you when you when you take off all of the layers, because I was trying to think about this. I was like, in essence, other than um self self congratulatory um orgies what really are these award shows and i was trying and i really did i was trying to strip away everything else what are they by design they are a celebration of that particular art form uh, the the grammys is a celebration of music the the oscars are obviously a celebration of movies the emmys a celebration of tv mm-hmm. so stop with the lame bits we are not the, you guys aren't snl nobody tuning into an award show is tuning in uh, to, to 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 have uh, a, a comedy routine. Nope. That's not what anybody wants. Do we want to giggle at at impromptu moments? Of course. Do we want to laugh at a at a at a smart joke from a, either a presenter or a winner? Of course. But this is fundamentally a celebration of television. So personally, for me, and maybe I'm still old school. But taking my premise that that this is a celebration of this art form, get rid of the comedy bits and really celebrate TV. Because the biggest I noticed also, and and, and do it in this way, I noticed that the biggest applauses, the biggest applause lines, always happened when they were when when full casts of a particular show would come out. Now that's and, and that's a net positive. I did like that they did that with Veep. I liked that they did that with Game of Thrones. So I will return to my uh, uh, kind of a spinoff idea of what I said about the Oscars, and that is celebrate TV by doing cast reunions or pick a genre. Like we're going to celebrate the sitcom this year in 2019. So do fun montages if you you know that aren't going to be as long as a lame four minute bit. Do a 30 second or do a one minute montage of the great sitcoms uh, 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 of television. You throw in some cheers, you throw in some fun, you know, funny moments, blah, blah, blah. Because then it gets the audience 
it reminds the audience why they're there. They're oh, there yeah. to celebrate television. And plus, and who, it brings back the old school. Yes, cast. it does. It brings Lex. back that nostalgic feeling. You know, I was watching with Nostalgia's my dad. Nostalgia's big. Yeah, I was watching right with my dad last night, and he said, "You know what? If I was at home right now, I wouldn't be watching this because." Once cable was introduced, and when you think about the nominations, most of it was HBO, most of it was Amazon, um, Hulu. Oh, yeah. He says, you know, I, there's not a common audience like there used to be. Uh-uh. So if we're already here, you need to make it so that we're like, wow, either feeling nostalgic or entertained, but not boring, stupid little bits like that. No. Oh gosh, yeah. No. I mean, look, Re- he's also someone who has all of the cable and all of the, the streaming channels, too. So for well, him to say that, it's like, wow. That's right. Bring back the cast. Have have the cast of Cheers, whoever will sign up. Yeah. Have the cast of Cheers come out. You know yep. what I mean? And have them introduce a montage. Even about damn Cheers. People would, uh, some fun behind the scenes, uh, fun behind the scenes or new interviews with, with Cheers and yeah. how Cheers changed sitcoms. You know what I mean? And then People, the hip kids, you know, the youngins will go, oh, maybe I should check that out or good to know or anything. Well, well, and the, the hip new kids, the, the new generation, the young folks, have um, have enough entertainment and have enough uh, um, uh, touch points by the nominees. I'm going on your dad's your your, your dad's premise here. Yeah, they're going to tune in because their shows because they're watching nothing. They're only watching stuff on YouTube and Hulu and 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 and, and knickknack or whatever the thing is. They're tuning in because their shows are being nominated. So you get the, you get our folks. With the nostalgia and the reunions, and you get the younger folks because the shows they're actually watching are being nominated, like yep. Killing Eve and uh, Fleabag, which, by the way, what the hell is Fleabag? But anyway, <laughs> but I, I just... That's I was the one that so, breaks down the fourth wall I was saying makes me feel uncomfortable. That's the one. That's okay, the I show, that, but okay. she, she's a sex addict. Got it. But I just... It was very frustrating. I mean, they got, a, like I said, the one thing they got right, I was loving the reunions the, and, and slash the celebrating of the shows that were ending. I thought that was fun. Yeah. But other than that, <laughs> there were far more misses uh, than there were hits. You got the, the, and when you do that snarky crap, uh, like uh, Tom, because the, the announcer, his name is uh, Thomas Lennon, oh, uh, Reno God. 911, the slate That's on MTV. Who he is. Oh, my God. I could not place his face. Reno 911. Yes. Yeah. He was most recently on CBS's reboot of The Odd Couple with Matthew Perry. Um, he played uh, Felix. But anyway, you know, when the announcer were OK, so let's say um, Lex wins, you know. Uh, for best crafting show, Alexis Thompson. And then the music plays. It's Alexis's moment. And then you have Thomas making these stupid, you know, Alexis uh, won a decoupage uh, competition uh, in, in 19. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's right. like, to me, to me, and I'm a snarky guy, you know what it does? It takes away from that winner's moment. It cheapens and it, the moment. It cheapens the moment to me. Lex, don't you yeah, think? Yeah, let them walk. Let them walk down. We don't need the music. We don't need, the music is fine. Let them walk down. We can experience, have the, you know, see who they hug, have them walk up. It's not like they were all the way in the back of the theater. It didn't take that long right. for them to walk up and have their moment. Yeah, it. Lex, no, Don. That's whoever a good, yeah. wrote his lines uh, should be hobbled. Now, Jean disagrees with us. She writes to us. She goes, "Call me naive or whatever, but I actually loved the guy in the background that gave funny facts as they walked off. I thought it was a bit of levity in a boring show." Mm. Again, though, my lovely Jean, I just I question. 
I, I think Don the word cheapen is perfect. I just think it cheapens the moment. You know, let them have let them have a moment. You know, but I thought yeah. also cheapen the moment. Remember when they were introducing um the now they're all big stars and we don't really need to hear their name, but the moment whenever there was a category for men and it was like best supporting actor in a comedy series or something, or maybe it was just best best actor. They were acting like they had LASIK surgery. Oh, oh Maya, yeah, Rudolph. Uh, Maya Rudolph and what's and, his name? Uh, um, that guy. Oh, oh my God! They were reading. They were saying all the names wrong to be have a funny joke, but it was like this is yeah. a big moment for them. And you're saying your name. I don't know. I was just like, really, just yeah. say the name, right? Uh, I, yep. I, uh, oh gosh, oh, Ike uh, Barinholtz. Ike Barinholtz, and yeah. I like Ike. I like both of them, but. I just yeah, trying that's, too hard. I'm like oh. again, and that that bit was two minutes and like thirty seconds. Oh God! An so eternity. again, yes. If you're taking away a host to speed things up, you're defeating that yeah, whole purpose. Yeah, then speed it up. The only don't, people that did it well, yeah. Don't don't take up so much time. Jimmy Kimmel and, and Stephen Colbert when they did their little bit. With yeah. Jason Bateman, and he looked like he are. No, that was funny. That was funny because they you know were why? very They're tight. Hosts. They're hosts. It was like very tight. It was funny. It was short, and it was it, yeah. It didn't Imagine feel that. No. Nope. Imagine that. The professionals, the professional <laughs> hosts, know how to host and deliver a joke. Mm-hmm. Huh. Imagine that. Six forty-three. How about the winners? We have a lot to say. I have a headache. I've been. I gotta take some Advil. <laughs> Emmy winners when we return. Lizzo, I'm sorry. Alexis is making me interrupt you. Blame Lex. Well, welcome back, everybody. Jason, you like how I pass the yeah, blame yeah, to you, yeah, Lex? Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Lizzo. We're going to have Lizzo being mad at you today. <laughs> welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071, serving you since 2006. I'm Jace with Lex and America's favorite Don McClain. Don McClain. Hey. 649, you're in the middle of our Emmy Apalooza. All the shows will be doing their own Emmy Apalooza. We just covered the show, the broadcast itself. Safe to say, the three of us thought it was a, a turd on a crumpet. But um, <laughs> threw some, I threw some British in there because uh, Downton Abbey is yeah, all the okay. rage right now. So. Yeah. A turd on a crumpet, Lex. Is that am I? Am yeah, I, no, that's a good way to. Am sum I that representing baby up. you well on that? Lex? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, mm, yeah. Let's talk, let's talk. Let's talk the winners. Maybe that'll get us in a better mood. Uh, we always try to make things convenient for you, six o'clock friends. So we're gonna we put together all of the winners in a convenient take home size montage. So here they are. For supporting actor in a comedy series. And the Emmy goes to Tony Shalhoub. And the Emmy goes to Alex Borstein. Bill Hader, Barry. And the Emmy goes to Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And the Emmy goes to Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Saturday Night Live. For supporting actor in a drama series. Peter Dinklage. For supporting actress in a drama series. Julia Garner. Mm. And once again, we witness history unfold. The Emmy goes to Billy Porter. The Emmy for lead actress in a drama goes to Jodie Comer. And the Emmy goes to Fleabag. And the Emmy goes to Game of Thrones. 
There we go. The last two best comedy series and best drama. Fleabag uh, getting best comedy, uh, best drama going to HBO's Game of Thrones for its final season. Uh, Lex, beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful pregnant ladies first. Um, any? So let's always uh, start with a surprise. Anything that knocked you on your granny panties? Or caused your granny panties to just explode right off your body? Oh, there were a lot of really great surprises. Best supporting actress, Julia Garner for Ozark. She doesn't even look like Ruth. At first I was like, who is that? (gasps) That's Ruth! She won! Lex, I forgot about that. I forgot how much the three of us love that show. Oh my gosh, especially up against all those Game of Thrones actors. Right, four Game of Thrones actors. And that was just crazy. Uh, But to see her win, was that was (sighs) such a delight. Thank you for leading with that. And I forgot I in my notes, that was one of my happiest moments because yeah. like Dawn said, she was a, that was a tough, tough, tough category. Um, yeah, she was and the fact all the ladies of Game of Thrones, yes! basically, and one person from Killing Eve. Fiona yeah, Shaw. It, uh, yeah, it was uh, Gwendolyn Christie. Oh no no that's a that's a supporting actress. Yeah um, no she was Yeah yeah yeah. Gwendolyn Christie, Amelia uh, Lena, Clark, Lena Headey, Sophie Turner, Maisie Williams, Fiona Shaw and then yeah Ju- Wow. Mm-hmm. Just rereading that list of nominees for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama. And Julia Garner took it. I love her. Yeah. And again, let's let the three of us say it one more time. If y'all have not watched Ozark you are missing out on a fantastic show. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah, wonderful. Uh, also, lead it, actress too, Jodie Comer, winning for Killing Eve. Yeah, that was another highlight. <laughs> oh God, I cried. <laughs> Colin, Colin was tinkling and he missed it, and he comes back like eighty hours later, and I go, "Where were you?" And he was like in the bathroom. I go, "You missed it. Jodie won. Jodie won." against Sandra Oh, her co-star in Killing Eve, and some really fine actresses there. So that was a big one. Dawn, anything that sticks out to you, that, my lady? That was those were the exact two that I wrote oh, down. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> and also, Billy Porter. Are we surprised that he won for Pose? Yes. Uh, surprised in the best way, making yeah. history as the first black openly gay man to win Best Actor in a Drama Series. Mm. And he had the the best hat ever. Oh. <laughs> Can I just say that was amazing? Okay, I did laugh out loud with the filler guy when he did say... I did say, too, Lex. I'm so glad, yes. I feel bad for the person on his left behind him. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That okay, was that Lex. was good. That was good. Lex, I'm totally with you on that one. I was. It's so funny Probably that you said that. Probably him was a little too extreme before. Sorry about that, but yeah. No. Oh, Lex, I felt the exact... I'm like, okay, now that's funny. That's that's <laughs> yeah. a good That's a good line right there. <laughs> Um, I was support uh, now. I was surprised because I haven't seen it yet, and I know Dawn, you you have down on our sheet mm-hmm. all of the shows that you now want to watch. Mm-hmm. I have I have to tell you, and I guess this is a good thing about the Emmys or award shows like this. Fleabag winning best comedy series makes <gasps> yeah. me want to find this show. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I looked now- all these up too. Oh, yeah. yeah. The other thing about Phoebe is not only does she start it, she writes it, too. She's the creator. And it started at the Edinburgh, uh, uh, not film festival, but it's just a festival. You can uh, submit plays and everything. It's a huge festival where a lot of people get discovered. Like, even I can write something and go there. There are thousands of performances that happen every year. And then they sort of cherry pick the best ones and... People get Broadway plays from that and all kinds of stuff. So I was like, oh, my gosh, she started the Edinburgh uh, Festival. That's awesome. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'm. I. I. That was in my notes. Yeah, uh, watch Fleabag. Yeah. There's like I need to. I need to check out Bill Hader one for Best Actor in the comedy <gasps> oh. series. I had not checked out Barry on HBO yet. Have Me you guys? too. No. Uh, and Colin yeah. said the same thing. Yeah. And then the other thing too that I thought, oh, I want to watch this on FX. Michelle Williams winning for Best Actress in a limited series, The Foss Verdon. Fossy Verdon. Fossy Verdon. Fossy Verdon. See, can't even say it right. I I don't know anything about. <laughs> I, I don't know um, much about this project and and her role. So yeah, it's about Bob Fossey the and uh, and his um, wife, uh, Gwen. Yeah, Gwen. Uh, the Lex- famous choreographers who did Chicago. Any anything that has to do with Liza Minnelli is Bob Fosse. <laughs> All yeah. those moves. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Well. I- I know, I Lex, I'm with you there. I, I said that we, the three of us are in sync on all of our thoughts. Uh, we haven't even gotten to the speeches, but don't worry. That's what the 7 o'clock is for. Our yes. Emmy Palooza will resume at 7.30. Right now, though, we're going to take a very small break. We also have Little Lex on the Prairie, episode 84 of season <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> it does feel like that. That and more when we return after these words. It's a beautiful day.